besides a highway is that's the other spot mostly in england where the black eyed children hang out so don't go to england and hang out on the highway we are back and this is day five of our our cryptid series here at geeks for silk with me once again it's my wife amy hello and uh we are um we're skewing farther back toward the um the realm of the like Tra- traditional cryptid today. Um, we are talking about Champ. Um, and if you're not familiar with Champ... Um, you should be familiar with Champ. That's Especially right. if you live in the United States. Nobody knows about him. You should. He's awesome. And uh, it, it's worth mentioning because if you live um, in one of the states bordering Lake Champlain, uh, Champ is a protected species. So, um, you know, you need to be aware that if you accidentally hurt this thing, you're in trubs. Like, like it's protected. In trubs anyway. I'll come find you. Oh. Champ uh, is awesome. Neither, He's out there, y'all. Protective custody. That's your only hope. <laughs> but yeah, so so Champ is our very own Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Uh, that one, guys. <laughs> he does reside in Lank Champlain. Um it's Nessie's cousin. Um, I'm pretty sure he. It's um. It, it does very. It it is very much very much resembles Nessie. Yeah, a less thin and more like the traditional fish fins that you think of. So less dinosaur, more long, large fish. Something closer um, to an eel. Maybe he still has fins though. Okay. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Just less dinosaur like, a little more modern, I guess you could think. Um, less reptile, more fish. Okay, I mean, I'm not gonna Fish hold... are. Y'all know what I mean. I'm, uh, not a dinosaur. I'm not gonna hold that against him. I will hold the fact that he is a large, water dwelling critter against him, though. Shame on him for yeah, that. Yeah, Billy does not like water monsters, specifically. Sea it's monsters are a no go. I'm super into it. Nope. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. He's he's pretty cool. I don't think he's actually like purposefully gone after people. I mean, probably not. He doesn't even have to try to eat me. Just the <laughs> fact that he could mysteriously brush up against my leg and then accidentally swallow me whole. Yeah. So uh, Billy's also afraid me. of whales that he just krill because they could accidentally swallow him. Yep, I don't like it. Which I guess is technically true, but I mean, yep. they don't mean to. I don't yeah, it That's doesn't fine. doesn't matter if they mean. The fact that they don't mean to is the issue. Balls. <laughs> so I actually went online and I tried to get some legit like numbers. I did some actual research for this one because I wanted to give y'all legit facts. The story of Champ started in the 1700s. The Abenaki, I hope I'm saying that right, tribe in, like, the Canada, northern region of the United States. We're talking about this guy and saying, he's out there. He's real, guys. And Lake Champlain, a long time ago, was actually called the Champlain Sea. It connected to the Atlantic Ocean. So they think something swam through, and they actually have proof where they found whale bones where whales have gotten stuck in Lake Champlain after the sea dipped back down and became a lake again. And these whales just kind of got stuck and had to live in the lake, lived as long as they could, and then they died. So they have whale bones at a museum down there for Lake Champlain. Uh, In 1819, Captain Crum 
Uh, just a guy, captain on a ship, said he saw him. There is records in his captain's journal of where he describes the creature. In the 1800s, we started to get a lot more sightings. So we had mm. multiple different people running around. We had a sheriff said he saw him. We have a whole railroad crew that said they saw him. And they had a steamboat with over a hundred people on it say they saw this thing. Nice. And that's exciting. Yeah. Um, how could a hundred people be wrong, right? Yeah. Well, so to to me, and this is just me, the the the, the railroad crew holds holds the the most weight. Because the railroad like like the railroad crew, they were just out there working, right? They they yeah, had just putting down the railroad next to the lake and but if I was if I was the steamboat company and like I had heard that there was something in the lake, I'd be spreading like like I could see me spreading rumors that like people like on my boat people. yeah like yeah. like like I'd 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 fake the crap out of that to drum up business right. But the railroad guys, I mean, they were just out there working. Like, they, there's no reason yeah. for them to really yeah. And I mean. I mean, it, which you now I'm not actually familiar with with the steamboat account. So I mean, if if they actually had like a hundred people who legitimately said they saw him, that's, yeah. That's nuts. So like the crew on the steamboat, and it was like a leisure cruise, right? Right. And right. everybody on it said they saw it. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, and which, and if I'm not mistaken, Lake Lake Champlain, Lake Champlain is like a hundred and hundred plus miles. So it is 120 miles long and it is 400 feet deep yeah, in some places. That's, that's plenty deep for, for a large thing to hide. Big enough for a champ to live in. Sure is. Yes. I'm so excited. But I'm, the story, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt your, <laughs> no, your you're good. So the story really ramped up in 1977 when a lady named Sandra Manzi. So there's the famous Loch Ness monster photo that they've like kind of debunked, said it could have been a submarine, could have been something else. Mm -hmm. You know, the Loch Ness monster photo taken a long time ago has basically just been written off. The Sandra Manzi photo, they can't debunk. Right. Everybody's looked at it, says it's pretty legit. If you haven't seen the photo, go look it up. It's really interesting. It's a cool looking photo, but it looks like a hump coming out of the water and then either like a head or something else kind of turning and going back into the water. Like maybe a giant eel, maybe a lake monster. <laughs> I mean, giant eels kind of are monsters. <laughs> yeah, so they took it to a university mm -hmm. just to have, you know, professionals look at it, see if they could debunk it. They proved that the photo itself was not doctored. That doesn't mean whatever's in the photo wasn't the hoax, like it was with the Loch Ness Monster photo. But it's the shape of the creature or the object in the photo is really an odd shape. Mm -hmm. That would be something extremely hard, I think, for you to get out into the water and hoax it. Right. Um, I'd like to see someone try, though. If you want to, go for it. I want to see. Yeah. There was... I did watch a show one time, and I, and I believe this was specifically about Loch Ness. But like, they took some of the most famous um, photos of Nessie, and they just went out and tried to replicate them. Mm -hmm. um, and there were some interesting theories. Um, like there was they they tried using hay bales to recreate the pattern, like an undulating pattern of right. of, of a body. And so, I mean, in 
even regular hay bales in poor lighting conditions and from a distance could look kind of like something with multiple humps or like, like, you know, doing a slithery or something. Right. But some hay bales are actually covered in black plastic. They, they use it to keep the rain off. So, I mean, even from getting moldy and whatnot. Yeah. So even, even a close up, you know, decent quality photo, if it's covered in black plastic, I mean, it's possible. It's kind of hard to. And it would, they, 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 they showed how it, you know, would, would look in the water and everything. They actually put some stuff out there. But, uh, but yeah, that would be really cool, uh, to see somebody try to, to, to replicate that picture from, Mm -hmm. from Champlain. But that's not the only evidence we have. Haha, there's more! But wait, there's more. So, there have been found drag marks on part of the shore of Lake Champlain. It's a part of the shore where there's like, you know, some turtles and stuff, box turtles, um, smaller creatures around. It's sort of a marshy area. Mm -hmm. So you can't really easily, if you walk through it, you're going to get real muddy. They have found these giant scrape marks that Mm -hmm. look like they're going up onto the shore. And it's like the perfect area for a big creature to maybe go find some food. There's a lot of frogs, different stuff like that. And then the scrape marks go back into the water. And they're huge. So they had this guy come out there and look at it. And he was like, well, it could be large sea turtles. It looks similar to sea turtles and their scrape marks going up onto the beach and coming back down. But these turtles in this lake are not that big. Right. And there's not really much else that they could use to claim is in that lake. Right. It would be it would be very surprising if the population of sea turtles managed to go undetected um, in Lake Champlain. Yeah. No. I guess they'd be lake turtles then, wouldn't they? Yeah. Because I mean, if you if you think about the relatively small amount of breeding ground for sea turtles, like in the ocean. Yeah. Like, that's even smaller, I believe, uh, in Lake Champlain. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, like, most lakes have swimming areas with sand, but, I mean, these are pretty heavily traveled, so, yeah. you know, I don't think a, uh, you know, a population of sea turtles could breed and go unnoticed. Yeah. Like, they might could do it successfully, but without encountering people, I don't, I don't see that happening. Right. But, uh, that is an interesting idea. I never would have thought of turtles. Well, and that's just what the guy said it looked like, like just those scrape marks. So mm-hmm. who's, I mean, it could be anything else. Right. I mean, my, a lot of different stuff. My that's first, just what he likened it to. My first thought was, in which, don't get me wrong, I have no education as far as traditional zoology. The chances of me telling, being able to tell an alligator or a crocodile skid mark from a turtle, very slim. I'm definitely not Aragorn. Like, Hobbit lay there, or was it there? I don't know. But uh, my first thought was something along the lines of, like, uh, an alligator or, or something like that. Yeah. But uh, once again... It's a little far north for that. Though. I was going to say, I don't I don't much think that they would have a very successful breeding population of those up there. Yeah. Well, so there was also a guy named Kyle, and I'm probably going to butcher his last name, uh, Cortiano. Okay. I could be saying that wrong. I'm so sorry if I am. Uh, he is a pro fisher. Mm-hmm. He actually goes out, competes in these competitions for fish. He knows what's in the lake. He catches stuff all the time. And he was out there fishing for a competition, and he saw something off his boat. Mm-hmm. So you can find the footage online. Uh, just look up his, ni- his name. He caught this video of something going through the water. 
and it's huge and it's very slithery. It's kind of serpentine. It's just this big black thing in the water. And he couldn't tell what it was. He was like, I have no idea. I've never seen anything like that in this lake before. And he got really excited, grabbed his phone, started filming. It's wonderful. It's really cool footage. And you really can't tell what you're looking at. It's over 10 feet long. Wow. Whatever it is. I'm not Um, into it. (laughs) So Champ is reportedly anywhere between 10 and 40 foot. (laughs) Nope. No. (laughs) Well, Mm. it's a really big difference. 10 and 40 feet are a really big difference in size. But you also got to remember, these are people that are looking at this creature through water from a distance. It's really hard to judge distance in water and air. Mm -hmm. So who knows how big he actually is. But even at the smallest, 10 foot, the biggest thing in that lake that we know of right now are sturgeon. And sturgeon can get up to 8 feet in length. I think Mm. it's the biggest we have on record in that lake right now. If I remember correctly, they're in the in the earlier days of the explorations of some of the, like, of central United States, mm-hmm. um, like the rivers and things, I do feel like I remember reading at one point that uh, some expeditions recorded extremely long carnivorous fish that would be, it could have been something like what you're talking yeah. about. But so, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Yeah, but this guy, like, he catches sturgeon all the right. time. And he was like, that wasn't a sturgeon. Right, I mean, he's... I don't know what I'm looking at. And just because of what he does on a regular basis, I feel like he would know what a sturgeon would look like that yeah. close to the top of the water. He kind of gets an idea of what it is. Yeah, his, his assessment definitely holds a lot more weight. Than just, like, a random guy yeah. out on the shore seeing something or, you know, a traveler on a boat. Right. Yeah. Over the water. If, if you're like me, you don't spend just a ton of time on the water. And so for me, like if something especially is creating sort of like a wake or, or something like like the water kind of dips a bit even after the thing ends. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that kind of makes it a little bit difficult to tell how long something is. Right. Yeah. But but for a pro fisherman, like you spend so much time on the water, you know. Yeah. Well, and the fact that there are sturgeon and stuff in this lake, there's a lot for something to munch on in here. Like mm-hmm. with the Loch Ness, there's not really the ecosystem's not really big enough to support a large creature, which is one of the biggest arguments against the Loch Ness monster. Now, but with Champ, there's underwater caves. There's like she goes down to hollow earth. It's fun. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> there is actually an underwater kind of mountainy hill area. Mm-hmm. In Lake Champlain, called, oh, yeah. it's called Ferris Rock. Oh yes, and yes. they have actually found where there's some crevices that maybe something could slither into and hide and live in and stay out of sight during the day, so it can come out at night to eat. Right on, That's or why. vice versa. <laughs> yeah, you know. So we've got the habitat, we've got food, we've got all kinds of stuff that would support Champ being an actual thing that we just haven't really found yet. Or maybe just a really big sturgeon that we haven't caught yet. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's sort of one of the things about cryptids, is that sometimes they are just really impressive specimens of a particular species. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been documented that, you know, down deep in the ocean where people aren't really, you know, mucking about, um, you know, things can get much bigger than what, 
is typically documented. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, maybe, maybe this is just a really old sturgeon that's avoided being caught, you know, being, you know, it hasn't so. been caught. Or maybe there's still a whale down there in the lake and we, yeah, you know, it's just survived for this long or maybe it's its offspring and yeah. that would be really unlikely, but how cool would that be? It would be, it would be unlikely, but I mean, as far as lifespan goes, I don't, I don't know how long ago it was that the ocean dipped. Do you remember? I have no idea. I failed to get that information. That's, that's okay. <laughs> but whales have, like, killer whales at least have a lifespan of, like, you know, 80-ish years. Yeah, uh, they have a long um, lifespan. Um, I mean, there's some sharks that they found that they're pretty sure, like, 100 years old. Yeah. Like, there's, there's sea life that definitely could, could have lived that long. But everything that's, like, really old is also living, like, really deep. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're not into that at all? <laughs> nope. Not into it. Oh, but it's so fascinating. Look, I'm all about saving the planet, but good lord. <laughs> you can save it and just not go there. It's okay. That's right. You save it from afar. Um, yeah. Yep. I will <laughs> save it from very afar. <laughs> the fact that there's... The fact that, that there's an object in our solar system that is considered to essentially be a small frozen water world bothers me. And I think that NASA needs to, to, to send a very large explosive satellite to destroy that permanently. No, you just don't want them to heat it up. I mean, that's also a good point. Yeah. No thawing. Yeah. Um, No global, no global warming in space. (laughs) I'm against it. Let's start with here first. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> have any of y'all seen Champ? I want to know. Do any of y'all live in New York or Vermont? Cause or, or Canada. Or Canada. Yeah. If no, no. Is there not part of the lake that borders Canada? I don't think so. I was I'm thinking. Sure that, I was thinking. That I could be wrong. No. I don't know. But if y'all, any of y'all, I was, I was thinking there were around? accounts for some of the First Nations, but I could be wrong. Oh. oh. If y'all have been around there. Let me know. I want to know, you know, why was it such a big deal that New York and Vermont specifically have made laws about Champ and it being a protected creature? What what kind of evidence do y'all have? Because I want to see it or hear about it. It's going to be exciting. Absolutely. And maybe we'll revisit it if we get some really cool stories. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, it's uh, it being a local, local, a, a continental attraction we've talked about at one point in the in the future doing a uh a cryptid road trip um and so uh would love pointers and things on various continental cryptids that we could we could add to that let's know who you want us to talk about yes um because once again um next time we do one of these like little things we'll we'll put them in absolutely i think we're doing i think we're doing a pretty local uh um critter for our next our next episode um, I think so yeah so um, exciting. stay tuned for that um and yes we are small town people but our our monster is legit it uh, is. so you um, definitely stay tuned for that and um just man i <laughs> i what i hate sea monsters i hate aquatic things but i love cryptids so like so you're on Team Champ. I am on Team Champ. Yes. Uh, forget, forget Edward. Forget, forget, <laughs> forget Jacob. Mm-mm. Team Champ. Team Champ all the way. 
I want to see that fan art. I want to see. I want, no, no, yeah. champ deserves better. You, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see some fan art though. That'd be cool. But anyway, thank you guys so much for hanging out and listening. Yeah. This is this has been Geek for Sill. I'm Billy. This is Amy. We've had a great time. Was um, was there anything else that you wanted to add before we before we finished? No, we're good. I think we covered everything. All the big points. Excellent. Yay. Um. So yeah. Peace out, guys. Later. Yeah.